This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Ben Bechaya on this week's uh, parsha makes he tells us and the pasuk tells us that Hashem tells Moshe and Aaron separate from the Edo by you pull up an M and they fall on their face. So the Rabbeinu Bechayi says this is referencing the idea of Tachanun, what we call today in the Philosophy that we say in Shul. So I want to talk about uh, an interesting halacha relevant to Tachanun. So we all know, we're familiar with the Tachanun. We do, at some point, we probably spoke about it in the past, we should speak about it again, how to do tach, how to do the Philosophy and the rules of the Philosophy. But I want to talk about a different Shiloh today. I want to talk about the Shiloh of doing the Philosophy when there's no Sefer Torah. It was more relevant when we were in the COVID days, and we should never get back to those days. But every once in a while, you find yourself, especially in the summer, in a makeshift minion somewhere, 10 people find themselves somewhere, you know, in the mountains somewhere, and the Shiloh always comes up about saying Tachanun without a Sevater. Now, what does it mean when I, say, when I mean Tachanun? I mean the Nefil Sapayim part, the part where you fall on your face. So what is that all about? So if you take a look in Shulchan Aruch, you're not going to see anything mentioned about it, because the Shulchan Aruch doesn't say that Nefil Sapayim needs a Sevater. However, if you look in Tor, the Beis Yosef quotes from the Rekeach. It's worth mentioning who the Rekeach was. The Rekeach was Rebbe Lazar So you know already where he was from. He was from Germany. He was the end of the 12th century. Nebuch, he lost his wife and two daughters and a son to the Crusaders. They burst into his home and they killed his wife, his two daughters, and they, they harmed him. He survived. They harmed his son. And he later died of his injuries. So he wasn't living an easy life, but he was living in Germany, end of the 12th century. And he comes up with a Chiddush. And the Rekeach comes up the following Chiddush, quoted by the Beis Yosef. Beis Yosef, he quotes the Rekeach. The Rekeach says, one is not permitted to do Nefilah Sapayim unless there is a Sefer Torah. That's the rule. You cannot do Nefilah Sapayim unless there is a Sefer Torah. Why? Where does this come from? So he quotes a passage in the Navi. Pasuk says in the Navi, it tells us that when the Jewish people, Mr. Buru quotes it, the Yosef quotes it, he says, because it says in the Pasuk, by the Mechomas Ai, Vayipol Alponov Lefnei Aroin Hashem. That when are you allowed to do Nefilos Apayim? Only when you're Lefnei Aroin Hashem. And Aroin Hashem means the Sefer Torah. Therefore, writes the Rekeach, your person is only permitted to do Nefilos Apayim when he's in the presence of a Sefer Torah. The Beis Yosef quotes the Rekeach and he says the following. He says, no. If the Rekeach said it, the Rekeach said it, but I have kashas on this Rekeach. That's how he ends off. He says, no, if he said it, he said it, okay, but I have a lot of terutzim to his raya. Now, in Shulchan Aruch, the Beis Yosef does not record this, because he doesn't really hold of it. He thinks it's not true. However, if you look in Ramah, who was Ashkenazic, the Ramah writes in Kuf Lamanah of Sif Beis, the Ramah writes, Yei Shoimrim. Some people say, De'ei nefilas apayim el b'mokim sheyesh aroin v'seifet Torah b'seichon. We're only doing the Philos if there's an Aron and a Sefer Torah in it. So right away, it sounds like there's two things over here. There's an Aron and a Sefer Torah. Because you can easily have an Aron without a Sefer Torah and a Sefer Torah without an Aron. So it sounds like from the Ramah, you need to have both components. You need to have an Aron plus a Sefer Torah. However, concludes the Ramah, if you don't have this, you still say the Tefillah but without the nefila sapayim, without the falling on your head. So what exactly was wrong with the Rekeach's Cheshven? What was wrong with the calculation that the Rekeach made? So if you take a look in the Taz, the Taz is tup shatim. I'm not going to get into them now. What exactly did the Taz not like about it? This comparison to Lefnei Aroin Hashem. The Arach Hashulchan also had a pshat that he didn't like. But they both write the same thing. 
They say, but Ashkenazic custom is like the Ramah. Even though we don't like the Rekeach's Cheshbon, we don't like his Raya from the Pasuk and Navi, we have Raya's from Rishonim and from Tzukim and other places that you don't need to save a Torah, but what can we do? The Ramah is binding for Ashkenazic Jewry. And therefore they both conclude that Halacha Lamaisa, you need to have an Aron or slash Sefer Torah in order to say Nefil Sapayim. Now, the Taz... He's... Right, he's quoting the Rekech, but he writes. Some people say it, and he writes, V'chein no hagim. And that's our custom. So once the Ramos says that's our custom, writes the Taz, writes our Hashulchan, uh, 400 years later, 300 years later, 200 years later, that's it, Ashkenazim jewelry, it's not for discussion. Interestingly enough, it still is up for discussion even amongst Ashkenazim jewelry, but the Ramos says, Ashkenazim only do nefil sapayim, but makim sheish arn Now, if you look in the Taz, the Taz points out, well, what do you need? Do you need a Sefer Torah, or do you need an Aron or do you need both? And the Taz, as the Mishabura quotes, writes over here that it's not the Aron. The Iker thing is the Sefer Torah. So the Mishabura and the Taz both think it's not an Aron Kodesh, is the saving grace, it's a Sefer Torah. That's the deciding factor. So in order to do the Philosophian with your hand on your arm, you need to have an actual Sefer Torah. But, as we mentioned before, this is not recorded in Shulchan Aruch. And the Beis Yosef, when he quotes the Rekeach, quotes it with, Reserve with issues on it. And therefore the Svardish practice is not to be makpit. Svardim will say Tachanum with Nefil Sapayim, even not in the presence of a Sefer Torah. It is interesting, I did find that Rabbi Salvechik is recorded in Nefesh Arab that he too was of the practice to say Tachanum with Nefil Sapayim, even not in the presence of a Sefer Torah. And he was very Ashkenazic and very Lutvish, but nonetheless, that was his practice. Now, there's another Shiloh, <coughs> Of what happens if you don't have a Sefer Torah, but you have other Sifrei Kedusha. Let's say, for example, in a classroom, in a Besmerish and Yeshiva, you might have many Svarim, but you don't have a Sefer Torah. Is that good enough or not? So if you look at the Shurik and Nesagadayla, he writes that it is good enough. So when did the Rekeach say you need to have a Sefer Torah? That's when you have no other Svarim, no other Sifrei Kedusha. Sifrei Kedusha doesn't mean a Torah, it doesn't mean like a Megillah. It means Svarim, even printed Svarim. So let's, for example, this room, if we would remove the Sefer Torah, but we'd have all the Sepharim left in the room. So according to the Shara Knesset, even the Reikeach would agree, we would say Nefil Sepharim, because he only meant it when there is no Sepharim in the room. How do we pass in the Halacha? So if you look in the Kitzah Shulchan Aruch, he says, absolutely not. He says, it doesn't matter. He says, it doesn't matter whether you have Sepharim or not Sepharim, the deciding factor is Sefer Torah. However, if you look in the Mishnebrura, Mr. Brewer records both opinions. And Mr. Brewer says, well, even those Ashkenazim that hold you to save a terror, but there is an opinion, and he quotes it in the Sharetzian from the Shi'ar Knesset Gdeila and the last Hamid that say, no, as long as you have Svarim in the room, and this is very relevant in yeshivas, Many yeshivas that have makeshift minyanim for mincha or whatever, shachris, they move around, and there's no save of but there's svarim. So according, Mr. Bru records both shitas, he doesn't take a side. But the Kitzah Shulchan Aruch writes explicitly that you do not say tach, you do not say tach unless there is a safe of Torah. It's interesting that... They don't say a number. I don't know, maybe one safe Yeah, chumashim would be good. For sure, yeah, I would think so. I would think three is enough also. I don't think you have to have uh, a whole Eitzah Svarim. They quote from the stipler, that the stipler used to follow this practice, that the stipler used to say Tachanon in a room as long as there was Svarim. It's interesting, I remember when I was in yeshiva back in Sharatur, we used to daven mincha, the high school used to daven mincha mariv in a downstairs based marriage that had an aron with no sefer in it. And we always said Tachanon with Nefil Sapayim. Now, I always thought it was because the Sefer is like, a, you know, a floor above us. So since the Sefer is in the same building, that's good enough. That's probably not the reason. The reason wasn't also not because we had an arm without a Sefer because the Mishnah doesn't go like that. The reason probably was because we had Svarim in that room. 
For example, if you look in the Pais, they say, even if you have tefillin in the room, tefillin is also a, a davish of Ekdusha. So Ramesh Shemach says, one second. If you tell me Svarim is good enough, so tefillin should be good enough. So he says, I don't understand. The Rekeach said that you don't say Tachanun unless you have a Sefer Torah. But Shachwis, you're always wearing tefillin. So if you're always wearing tefillin, and tefillin is just like a Sefer, and it should be good enough, so why is the Rekeach's then ever relevant? So Ramesh Shemach is somewhat hesitant to accept this Psaq, but many, many Achreinim accept this Psaq, that if a person has Svarim in the room, he may do Nefil Sapayim even without an actual Sefer Torah. There's an interesting question. What happens if you have a Sefer Torah apostle, apostle to go Sefer Torah? Does that count? So the Klausenberg Rebbe writes, no, Sefer Torah apostle does not count. However, Abraham Kinevsky is quoted as saying, yes, a apostle to Sefer Torah is good enough for this din of Nefilah Sapai. Rebbe Moshe Feinstein has an interesting truth. Rebbe Moshe Yodari Chelek, hey, Simon Chof to Rebbe Fryan Grimlow. He talks about an interesting thing. He says, what about in the elementary schools? Right? Very often in the elementary schools, the boys dive in their classroom. The classroom doesn't have a Sefer Torah. Should you be mechanic the boys to do Nefil Sapayim without a Sefer Torah? So Ramosha points out something which is very important for Chinuch, that there is a big, in, there's a big idea in Chinuch not to be mechanic children to do things wrong. If everyone remembers when we learned the Sugi of Mezuzah, we mentioned the famous story when Yaakov Kamenetsky went down to his son's yeshiva, that time Rabbi Yom Kamenetsky's atzal, his yeshiva, to inaugurate the yeshiva, and he saw that the mezuzahs were very low. And he asked his son, why the mezuzahs are low? So he told him, because I want the kids to be able to reach the mezuzahs to kiss them. So Yaakov told his son, no, that's bad chinuch, because the Allah is mezuzah shouldn't go there. Better to put the mezuzah higher and have the kids stand up on something. So we mentioned many times, there's no, there's no mila to educate children incorrectly. So Ramosha wanted to know, what do you do with kids, let's say, in fifth and sixth grade? They're in the classroom, the davening. So if you teach them to do Sapayim on their arm, you're setting them up for learning that there's no there's a thing called doing tachanun, but I had to say Torah. If you're not machanach, then they're never going to know how to do tachanun. So Ramesh writes something interesting. He says, I remember in Europe, in some of the finest chadorim in Europe, no one ever taught the kids to do Nefil Sapayim. They never taught it. It wasn't part of the, uh, the, you know, part of their education wasn't relevant that they should learn how to do Nefil Sapayim. So first Ramesh says, you probably don't have to teach them. And then Ramesh says, you know what? You could teach them even on their arm. Why? Says Ramesh, because first of all, there are paiskim that hold that even when there's no Sefer Torah, you do say Tachem. On top of it, the classroom has Svarim in it. And the classroom with Svarim says, Ramesha, you could be Saimachan. So Ramesha actually thought that you could be Machanach children in the elementary schools. I don't know what they do today. I don't remember when I was in that uh, grade. But uh, Ramesha held you could. He thinks you don't have to, but he thinks you could be Machanach the children, and it's not considered poor Chinach. They quoted. Is good yeah, I think Tfilin would be good enough also, according to many people. Now, they quote an interesting Minig Yerushalayim. They say Minig Yerushalayim was to say Tachanu with Nefil Sapayim, even without a Sevater, even without Svarim. So what's Pshan in that minute? So Moshe Feinstein has another truth in Yerdeya, Chayel Gimel, Semekuf Chavtes. He explains, it's not a thing about being Israeli. It's not about because you are Yerushalmi. He says, let's say I come to America to Yerushalayim. Do I follow that minute? Or Moshe says, of course. It's because of the Kedusha Samakim. It's not because you are from Yerushalayim. It's because Yerushalayim has Kedusha. And since Yerushalayim has Kedusha, anyone who's in Yerushalayim is Lefnei Hashem. It's like you're in front of Hashem, and therefore you can do Tachanun with Nefilah Sarpai. However, some people point out that's only the old city of Yerushalayim. Here, Atika. But uh, today, what we call Yerushalayim would not count. And Ibshayim Izalman was in between. Ibshayim Izalman said that anywhere in Yerushalayim, and you have Svarim, then you could do Tachan without Nefil Zapayim. But if you look in the Chuvah's Rav Moshe, it sounds like from Rav Moshe that it would not uh, make a difference. Rav Moshe held anywhere in Yerushalayim, the practices that we do Tachan without Nefil Zapayim. Now, with Nefil Zapayim, it's interesting, there's another Machoikis. Let's say, let's say 10 people dive in the park somewhere. 
Right, let's say right now I saw they opened up tonight on that place to daven on your way up to the mountains. They opened it tonight. It was the first mincha. Beautiful, fantastic. Right? So let's say 10 people daven in the middle of the road somewhere. So do we do nefil sapayim? So we said the pastor says you shouldn't do nefil sapayim. For sure, if you're Ashkenazi, you don't do nefil sapayim. The question is, so you say rachum v'chanan. You should still say it. The question is, do you have to do that sitting or standing? Because we know tachanun is supposed to be done by yeshiva. But is, is this really tachanun? So it's actually machoikis achroinim. Whether or not that has to be done dafki be yeshiva, if you look in the El Yerabah, he says no, that once you're not doing it nefil sapayim, you don't have to sit down, while the Kafachayim disagrees and says no, that even when you're doing tachanun, just the reciting of the tachanun without nefil sapayim, that should also be done be yeshiva and not ba'amida. But again, if you're in a Sephardish minion, they will say nefil sapayim without a Sefer Torah, because they hold like the Beis Yosef, that does not hold of the din of the Rekech.